Welcome to Sister Sister Live Show, where we have conversations that matter. Tune in every week as we bring in new guests to share their light. We want to reach everyone until everyone comes home. Hey, welcome everybody. Happy Saturday. Do y'all have your coffee? Because you know your girl does. And me and Kenny had a conversation before we went live and I asked him if he was ready with his coffee. So um, I want to introduce Kenny. How are you doing this morning, by the way, Kenny? I'm doing good, CJ. Thanks for having me on this morning. And yep, I've got my my milk cup right here. That's that's my morning coffee, if you will. And I'm ready to go. Awesome. Guys, I want to introduce you to Kenny. Kenny does finances, and I'm telling you, financial literacy is huge, and it's very, very important. Um, one of the things that was very surprising for me, because you do not see it very often, is Kenny offers his services free. Is that correct, Kenny? That is correct. Yes. So he offers it through his company, World Financial Group, and he's been with World Financial Group for five years. He has a podcast where you can go and listen to all this wonderful financial stuff. And I will tell you that when I was younger, I lived paycheck to paycheck and I was robbing Peter to pay Paul and I would get a credit card to pay some bills because my paycheck wasn't good enough. And I just lived by the seat of my pants because nobody ever explained finances to me. Um, so people like Kenny are those rare breeds of folks that understand it one and then they're willing to share that knowledge with you two and three you're not going to use your entire paycheck to learn it so this is the show that you want to be tuned into because kenny has a wealth of knowledge he's been doing this with his company for five years but he's a seasoned financial person he understands finances so kenny give us a little background on your financial journey uh, and the services that you provide Awesome. Yeah, that was a great intro, so thank you for that. Um, my background was essentially no background. You know, you hear all this stuff on the radio or whatever, you just kind of learn. I learned um, what my parents learned, and, you know, they learned what their parents learned, what their parents learned, what their parents learned, and stuff. But um, it took a while for me to, to understand what's actually out there. Yeah. It wasn't until I... Um, was part of World Financial Group where they actually actually teach you what's out there. Mm -hmm. um, and that's one of the biggest things with finances is just simply being aware of resources and tools that are available to you. you know, and so I, I had no idea. I thought, um, you know, f growing up, I thought 401k was like the, the holy grail. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but a lot of times what we learn from our parents is the same mistakes that have been happening for generations. Exactly. You know, to no fault of our parents is just what they've learned, but they've learned what they've learned. Mm -hmm. you know? um, and 401k, there's certainly a time and a place for them, and it's certainly better than nothing, but there's so much more out there depending on what your goals are. If your goals are right in line with 401k, then perfect. Mm -hmm. but there's other goals here and other goals there but um so the biggest thing that was for me was being aware of where I was financially so to know what starting point I had to get to where I wanted to go okay 
And what was the biggest game changer for you? When What was the biggest lesson, I guess you would say, that you learned when you went into the financial world? Um, mindset was huge. You know, how you viewed money, how you used money, what money is, what money can do, what money can't do, you know, and also being open to what you've learned may not be applicable anymore or fit your goals or be relevant or true anymore. You know, yeah. like I said, 401k was, I thought was the holy grail, but it turns out there's so much more out there. And then just being open-minded to using it and exploring it, at least understanding it is yeah. a better fit for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I recently learned, and I don't know, um, you know, I learn new things every day. I, I have the great pleasure of hosting this show and another show, and I meet some very interesting people. One of the things I learned is you can actually start saving through life insurance policies as well. And that's one of those things that have recently changed that I didn't know about because I always was taught growing up savings account, throw it in a savings account, throw it in a savings account or a piggy bank, you know, at your house, that's your savings account. So when it comes to savings, are there any good tips that you could help people? Because, you know, I had a savings account my whole entire life, but that savings account always got drained when I ran out of money in my checking account. So what would you tell people like me who would always drain that savings account because I ran out of money in my checking account? Yeah, and that happens so often, you know, um, whether, you know, a lot of times you you get uh, something you didn't plan on, a flat tire, your washing machine breaks, so you kind of have to, in a way, force to dip into that or pull out that credit card that you don't want to. But part of it is, um, again, knowing where you are and what your goals are, and then having the discipline to follow through with um, those plans. Because, um, for example, for like savings with life insurance is more of a, a long-term kind of commitment, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 year kind of commitment versus a savings account is fluid. You can access it today or tomorrow. So if you, if you're planning to buy a car in two years, let's say you're saving up for a car, a 10 year commitment is not necessarily going to fit in line with it. Right. Yeah. So, so you need to um, plan ahead. You need to figure out what your goals are, you know, maybe, Maybe instead of all your money going to this savings over here, 30% can go here or 50 or 50 or whatever your numbers work out to be, you know, um, but that way you have some emergency fund. Um, we have the concept of 10, 10, 10, 70, and that's a good baseline. You know, 10% is um, tithing or charity, 10% is long-term savings and 10% is short-term savings. And then the other 70 is what you live on, your lifestyle, your your day-to-day -day bills, your vacations, your movie tickets, your going out to eat, all that falls under the 70%. And that way you have, have that other savings in place. And, you know, the short term is like um, emergencies and stuff. The long term could be vacation or car, mm -hmm. you know, a bigger vacation kind of thing or and then you have, um, and you can dump that into like a longer, longer term, higher yielding savings as well. Yeah, and that's really smart. One of the things that 
Um, I like that you said it's a mindset. So, you know, with my mindset that I used to have was, well, it's there, I can use it. So I would use it and my savings account would always be empty. And I never understood the power of having money set aside for emergencies, then having money for this and having money for that. So I had to invest in a long term and it was the, I was in the military at the time and it was on my thrift savings plan, right? So I understood that the long term um, and that was how I changed my mindset. I knew that if it was going to be available to me, I was going to spend it. I was going to find something that I needed. Um, so what, how do you help people change that mindset so that they understand their way of thinking? Because a lot of people, it's very tough. You know, I, I, I know there's people that I talk to on a daily basis. I, I try to tell them, well, you can't spend it all right now because what if this happens, you have to have something and it's hard to change their mindset. Do you have like some type of tips to help people change their mindset? Well, first thing I would say is it's, you know, not usually not an overnight change. You know, it takes a while. They've got to be open to it. And then, you know, just like forming a new habit, you're going to mess up and slip up and stuff. But um, as while you're establishing that discipline and that mindset, you know, you just got to keep practicing and then second, um, we try and find like their their hot buttons, if you will. And I was like, um, do do you really want whatever this is right now, or are you willing to set aside this money for a few 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 months a year or whatever to get this that you really really want next year, two years from now? Yeah. So you kind of find that that weakness, not in a bad way, but in the sweet spot, hot button, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. that'll give them more motivation, more um, desire to make those mindset shifts. Yeah, and I like that you said that hot spot, right? Because I had to constantly tell myself in my brain, um, I'm a sale girl. Like you give me a discount or a sale and I would spend my money on it. And in changing my mindset, what I had to do, like you said, is when I saw that sale and I started salivating going, Ooh, I'm never going to get it at this price again. I got to spend my money. I had to say, okay, but is that more important than that house you want to buy? Is that more important than getting the new brakes on your car and the safety for you and your kids? Is that more important than your kid's college? And every time it would help me change my mindset and work towards it. No, it's not perfect because I still got a little bit of a spending problem, but um, I have worked and learned from some wonderful people about those long-term investment things that help me keep my family safe from my spending problem. Um, so let me ask you about budgeting. Um, a lot of people don't understand that part of keeping themselves financially sound and what, so here's my theory on budgeting. When I tell my son, this, I say, you're never going to go wrong. One, you always round up. If it's 345, then just say that you're taking $4 out of your account. What, what's your theory on, on rounding up in, in that part of the budgeting? Just prioritizing, you know, again, um, you, you know, you can you can have a budget for, for M&Ms, you can have a budget for shoes, you can have a budget for Hot Wheels. Mm -hmm. you know, 
this in that budget. You know, do you really want the Hot Wheels? If so, you're gonna have to give up this for now or whatever. You know, so and then if you plan on, you know, rounding that up and making sure that's in your budget, and then constantly monitoring it to make sure that that item, that whatever, that rounding up as well isn't eating into your savings and you know, um, taken away from something else that's vitally important as well. Right. So what, um, let's talk about your podcast. What are you giving out on your podcast? What information are you helping folks with um, on that? So my podcast, Thread and Old Mondays, is more focused on mindset in general. It's, you know, um, just helping them um, well, because people dread Mondays or they hate Mondays because of work or school or whatever, you know, so mine's more for mo uh, mindsets um, versus just specifically finances in this one. But, you know, it could be I hate Mondays because of school. You know, we kind of talk about, okay, do you really hate Mondays or what about school? Is it a test? Is it a teacher? Is it a coach student? Whatever. And then help them focus on the positive. You know, um, and try and shift with from focusing on the negative to the positive and saying, okay, I hate Mondays because of this, or to going to Mondays, you know, I'm going to school. I don't like this, yes, but I like the education that I'm getting, and it's going to allow me to get a higher paying job in the field that I love. So we focus on that, and that makes it so they no longer dread Mondays. Mm, I like that um, because you always hear, oh, it's Monday. I always tell people I, I like Mondays. I, I like every single day of the week um, because it's another day that God supported me on this earth. I, I fall back on my faith for everything, even on the difficult days. I don't say bad days or good days. I say they're hard days. There's easy days and there's hard days. And that mindset will help them with that financial part. Um, do you have any success stories of clients that you would like to share, not personal details, but um, from here to here type of information that you could show us kind of what what you work with people to get to. Um, yeah, you know, myself is one of them, you know, on the mindset part, you know, I used to hate Mondays because of going to work. I used to hate my job, but I I was able to shift it to, okay, I don't like my job because of X, Y, Z, but I love the freedom that it allows me or it allows me to provide for my family. Or it allows me to go on the vacations that I love. It allows me to whatever, you know, and also financially that mindset and that shift I've seen, it's like you could see the weight being lifted off their shoulders after they understand and apply some of these concepts, you know, and you see that that sigh of relief in their eyes. And that's one of my favorite parts about what I do is seeing that. And then, you know, I've, <clears throat> um, a couple of years later, I'll see them and they're like, oh yeah, I've done this and this and this, all because of these small little tweaks back here. Yeah. The sacrifices two years ago has made a huge impact today. Yeah, that, that's really important. And we, we um, me and my sister, we started this because we wanted to help people get off the streets and mainly because of her addiction for over 20 years and and understanding she understands that that part of the world the part where people 
give up. It's it's hard where that mindset takes over you versus you taking over your mindset. And this is such an important 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 part of that recovery, an important part of overcoming those obstacles to continue surviving and to keep yourself thriving in this ever-changing world. You know, we're going through a pandemic right now and there's so many people facing financial hardship, wondering if they're going to be able to keep their houses. There's people that are stuck inside a house for the first time, having to live with their own demons inside their head and helping them change their mindset is probably the only thing that's going to save them, right? And it's probably, you know, learning those financial tips from somebody also is the only thing that's going to keep them fed at night. So this is such an important part of that survivor story that we so often want to show people so that we can keep everybody thriving. Now, it's hard to put those pieces together. People go, well, you know, I just want to hear about the ugly part of the world. We don't want to hear those tools to keep people thriving. And a lot of times it's because they don't want to put the tools into place themselves, right? So when you get a client um, that just keeps trying to, well, I can't, I can't, I can't. What would your piece of advice be to those I canters <laughs> that literally just think that they can't? Helping them understand why they think they can't. Well, if they say, I can, like, okay, why? Why can't you? Well, because of this. Okay, let's address this. Well, this or this or this. Or, you know, I don't have a job. Or my kid's stuck at home at school. Or or my tire's flat. Or whatever, you know. Okay, let's address that. Let's correct that. Let's do that, you know. And then just kind of continually feeding them with that positive reinforcement. It's like, no, we, those are just obstacles we can overcome. But um, you've got to want to overcome them, yeah. you know. But with the proper support and, you know, um, sometimes it could take a while and many slip-ups and try-overs, but um, a lot of times it, they'll be able to start seeing that they can or their mindset will shift and they'll pull themselves out of that, that hole, that dark spot that they're in, that slum, and start to, and, um, to do some of those. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really hard, but they can do it. I mean, I, I came from the life of I can't, I can't, I can't, and everything was negative to me. Now, everything is positive. You know, I took uh, a cancer diagnosis and stage three COPD diagnosis and said, well, that gave me um, the eye opener to start living my life intentionally. So thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, I looked at it that way instead of going, why me? Why is this happening to me? You know, I said, oh, well, obviously I needed to pay attention to something. So I think that if people find the positive in that negative, their lives will change. And, and it's all, you're right. It's all about the mindset. And I love that you're, you're trying to, to show people those, those little things um, that can help them change that mindset. Um, do you have anything that that you would like to share those little last pieces of advice before we head out for the day. Uh, 
for any of your audience members who would like to get in touch with you or something that could keep them thriving until the next time they talk to you? Um, a couple of things, I think. One would just be, you know, reach out. If you need something, just reach out and ask. You'll, you'll find someone that fits for you. And two, if you feel like you're overwhelmed, don't know where to start, you know, just start. Reach out. Start by reaching out. Start by um, YouTubing something. You know, a lot of people say they can because they don't know how to do whatever. You know, I, my tire's flat, so I can't, I can't change my tire. Okay, you get on YouTube. How do you change the tire? You know, I would just, just start where you are. Just start and then just reach out and ask. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's amazing the things you can find out on your own if you just try, right? Just Absolutely. try. You just got to give one shit. <laughs> That's it. Excuse my bluntness, but just one. And you have to give it because you matter. Um, I really appreciate you coming on the show today. Guys, go in the show notes. If, reach out to Kenny if you need some financial literacy. If you want to listen to his podcast to get those mindset shift, uh, little tips and tricks to help you understand that we all go through those days. We all go through our moments in time. There are, I mean, I was feeding my kids beanies and weenies and telling them that it was like a gourmet meal. It became their favorite meal because we couldn't afford nothing else at one point in time. You know, and now they're in college thriving. So we've all been there at some point in time and we've all had to change our mindset about something. And Kenny is there to help you. He wants to help you do that by, from the financial literacy standpoint to the mindset standpoint. Reach out to Kenny and know that we're always here to talk to as well. Kenny, thanks again for coming on the show. I appreciate what you do. You're making a difference in the world to so many people who... <clears throat> struggle with that mental health issue of making the mindset change well thank you for having me here it's been a pleasure i enjoyed being on here awesome thank you guys we'll be back next week you'll see uh, little tidbits all through the week but next week we're going to have annette Wittenberger, who is a retired army veteran mental health advocate author among the many many different talents that she has and we are so blessed to have so many wonderful guests like kenny Annette and the other guests we have coming up to talk to you guys about the things in life that that matter, the stuff that we want to help you with. And these folks are coming on the show because they want you to reach out to them if you are in need of some help of keeping yourself surviving and thriving and continuing on this wonderful life. So guys, we'll see you next week. Have a great time. See you later, Kenny. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye.